Tonight, the Philippine Armed Forces retreats from its planned probe of unauthorized COVID vaccines given to the presidential security group after President Duterte orders his men not to testify. State health insurer PhilHealth temporarily defers its members' contribution hike. The family of a Philippine flight attendant found dead inside a Makati hotel room wants another autopsy on the victim's body. And South Korea urges Iran to release its tanker seized by Iranian forces in Gulf waters. I'm Tony Velasquez. I'm Karen Davila. On our broadcast tonight, Philippine President Duterte orders his security detail to ignore congressional probes and keep mum on the illegal COVID-19 shots they received last year. Several senators slammed Duterte's move, which prompted the military to cancel its own investigation into the unauthorized inoculations. Joyce Balancho has tonight's top story. The Philippine military calls off its investigation into the unauthorized COVID-19 vaccination of President Duterte's security detail. This after Duterte instructed the PSG not to bear information about their use of unregistered vaccines. Nagsalita na ang Pangulo na hindi niya papayagan ang manamasomon ang mga membro ng PSG mm-hmm. and uh, uh, for them to invoke their constitutional right to remain silent eh, parang it may be an exercise in futility. During his Monday night address, Duterte also said he may not allow the PSG to testify in Congress about the matter. Duterte's security detail were vaccinated against COVID-19 as early as September last year, even if local regulators have yet to approve any vaccine for emergency use. Please do not cite them in contempt by detaining them. I will not allow it. Pupunta ako dyan sa Congress, kukunin ko sila. Pag ginawa ninyo yan, there will be eh, a little crisis. I am preferred, prepared, prepared to defend my soldier. Several Philippine senators slammed Duterte's order for the PSG to ignore congressional probes into their unauthorized vaccination. Senator Panfilo Lacson asserts the illegal entry and use of vaccines cannot be justified. Sa tungkulin mm. ng Senado o ng Kongreso na kung kami mayroong pagtinig, mm. eh ubra naman kami magpatawag ng mga resource persons. Mm. Pag tinawag naman natin resource persons, ibig sabihin mga suspects yun eh. Mm. Gusto lang natin maliwanagan at saka inaidop legislation yung uh, pagdinig niya isasagawa. At uh, wala namang masama po ipatawag yung mga taong dapat ipatawag. Senate Minority Leader Franklin Drillon admits the PSG, even if invited by the upper chamber, can be ordered by Duterte not to answer lawmakers' questions, citing Executive Order 464 issued by then-President Loria Arroyo. The uh, invocation of the executive privilege is a power vested in the president. EO-464 issued by then-President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo uh, enumerated the instances when uh, the uh, executive uh, uh, her, herself or the president himself 
can uh, uh, order uh, his, the members of his cabinet and uh, the executive branch not to appear where uh, under certain uh, specific circumstances mm -hmm. as when, for example, uh, uh, it, it is to the public interest or, or uh, it will prejudice uh, ongoing investigations on a crime, uh, then the president's uh, power uh, uh, is recognized as part of the separation of powers. The National Brief investigation will still push through with its own probe, but it will focus on the unauthorized use of COVID-19 vaccines. Meanwhile, civic leader Teresita Angsi tells ABS-CBN News that Chinese embassy knew about the vaccination of some Philippine government officials and the vaccines were coursed through official government channels. On PSG, I really have no information as to where they get it. Uh, but initially, there were some government officials who were already vaccinated, and uh, the, the vaccines came from official, I mean, government channels. Uh, it's privately procured. Philippine Ambassador to China, Chito Santa Romana, previously said they were not aware of the inoculation of Duterte's security detail. I have no knowledge about it. Uh, we're also curious to know, but unfortunately, we don't. We were not involved. There's access dito to foreigners to get the vaccine, no? Joyce Balancho, ABS-CBN News. A survey from the Okta Research Group shows only 25% of Metro Manila residents are willing to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Nearly half, or 47%, are still undecided, while the rest are unwilling to be vaccinated, even if a safe and effective drug is already available. The non-commissioned poll was conducted among 600 Metro Manila residents aged 18 and above. The Okta Research Group also says those who are willing to get vaccinated were mostly from classes A, B, and C, but half of the respondents in those classes were also undecided. A third of those unwilling to be vaccinated were from class E. The Philippine State Health Insurer heeds President Duterte's call to defer an increase of its members' contributions. PhilHealth President and CEO Dante Giran says the agency will not yet raise the monthly premium contributions of its members, despite a hike mandated by the Universal Health Care Act. But Giran warns PhilHealth will eventually proceed with a rate increase unless Congress passes a new law allowing the deferment. Senator Panfilo Lacson urged PhilHealth to first resolve corruption and inefficiencies within the agency before hiking its members' contributions. Tama lang na i-defer, pag-aralang mabuti kasi ka, ba't mo paparusahan yung mga miyembro ng PhilHealth sa kasalanan ng PhilHealth? Magkahalong incompetence, saka corruption. Nangyari, kaya nasasayang yung pera ng... Parang Tony, yung timing. In other news, the chief of the National Capital Region Police Office disputes the claim of Makati Police that the alleged rape slay case of a flight attendant in the city has been solved. As Jack Bataliones tells us, the family of the victim wants another autopsy on the body. How did rape? I'm 
Never po ako nakapagtalik sa babae ever in my life. Hindi ako natuturnan ng babae. Gregorio de Guzman was emotional when he faced the media Monday morning. He is one of 11 personalities being implicated in the death of flight attendant Christine Dacera, who was found unconscious in the bathtub of a hotel in Makati, New Year's Day. De Guzman admitted he was at the New Year's Eve party together with Christine and some friends. He says they stayed in one room while they had common friends at an adjoining room who also partied with them. Sa kabilang room, hindi ko po maalala yung exact number, pero mga six or eight lang po. Pagpasok ko po, nanotice ko po, lahat sila pong mga lalaki at para pong bakla, kagaya namin po lahat. Pero mas may edad po at sa mabitan po may mga matching pajamas pa po. But the party took a tragic turn when they found Christine lying unconsciously in a bathtub around noon on New Year's Day. Sinek ko yung ilong niya, ginanong ko kung may, may air na lumalabas, wala. Tapos, sinek ko kung may heartbeat siya, wala rin. Sabi ko, Rom, tulungan mo katanggalin natin sa bathtub. I need to give her CPR. Sabi ko, Tin, Tin, babe, gising na, gising na, please. Tapos, inupisa ko mag-CPR. Tapos, sa bandang isip ko, bakit ayaw niyang gumising? Nahihirapan na ako, tumutuyo na yung, yung bibig ko. Naalala ko, malambot pa siya. Naalala ko nung hinaw, gina, binuhat namin siya gamit yung kamay niya, yung arms niya. Palabas ng tub, warm pa siya. Christine was brought to a hospital but she was declared dead on arrival. Eleven men who were with Christine that night were later charged with rape with homicide. Police say bruises were found on the victim's body and there were signs she was abused. Investigators found no other fatal injuries based on her death certificate. She died due to a ruptured aortic aneurysm. Because probably of yung uh, taas ng level ng toxicity ng alcohol and then yung very, ano yung atakihin ka naman pag sobrang, diba, sobrang taas ng BP mo. Police say there were bottles of alcohol in both rooms but no illegal drugs were found. But based on the statement of one of the suspects, Christine said one drink made her feel dizzy. Si Christine mismo nagsabi sa kay Romel sa isang in custody natin na sabi niya, yung friend niya talaga to eh, kakabin ko rin sabi niya. Sabi niya, parang may nilagay sa drinks ko, parang sumama pakiramdam ko, sabi niya. Sabi niya, sino naman, nagbagit siya ng pangalan. But the Dacera family is disputing the findings of the Makati police. They are seeking an independent autopsy on Christine. Kasi yung sinasabing uh, ruptured aortic uh, aneurysm could be only a, a result of the assault. Yun ang uh, aming uh, position. Three of the 11 suspects are now in police custody. Police also note, some of the personalities went home conspicuously early. Yung plea na yan would suggest na yeah, something went wrong and they don't want to get involved. For the Makati PNP, this is considered case closed. NCRPO Chief Vicente Danao, however, maintains the Serra's case is far from solved. Danao points out eight suspects remain at large. Kung wala naman po tayong kasalanan, so why do you need to hide? Kumbaga? Okay, so as of now, uh, we're still digging deeper on the case. Okay, kasi we have to hear the side. 
ng mga kasama niyang natitira. In the meantime, the Philippine Tourism Department has issued a show cause order against City Garden Grand Hotel where Dasera and her friends held their holiday celebrations. The hotel is ordered to explain how the victim and the suspects were able to book a room when it is being used as a quarantine facility. Establishments serving as quarantine facilities are not allowed to accommodate guests for leisure purposes. The Desera family believes a manager of the hotel connived with the suspects. Meanwhile, a house lawmaker, Eric Yap, is offering a 100,000 peso cash reward to anyone who can find the suspects still at large in the alleged rape-slay case. In a statement, Desera's employer, Philippine Airlines, said it is extending support to the victim's family. Jack Batallones, ABS-CBN News. South Korea calls for the release of its tanker seized by Iranian forces in Gulf waters. We have this report. A day after Iranian forces seized a South Korean flag tanker, officials in Seoul were weighing up on Tuesday whether to still send a senior diplomat to Tehran. Vice Foreign Minister Choi Jong-un's planned visit for Sunday is up for review now that the tanker has been seized in Gulf waters and its crew detained. Tehran accused the boat of polluting the seaway, but the incident happened amid a spike in tensions between the two countries. Tehran is demanding Seoul release Iranian funds frozen in South Korean banks due to US sanctions. Choi was supposed to be discussing those frozen funds, worth some $7 billion during his visit. In Seoul, a foreign ministry official told Reuters, quote, The plan is unclear as of now regarding Choi's visit. The detained tanker is called the Hanku Kame and is said to have been carrying 7,200 tons of ethanol. It was seized by Iran's Revolutionary Guards and is being held at a port on the Iranian coast. South Korea's foreign minister is making diplomatic efforts to secure its release. The Strait of Hormuz lies between Iran and Oman, and almost a fifth of the world's oil passes through it. A British court rejects a plea by Washington to extradite WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange to the United States. The judge cites Assange's mental health issues for denying the request. Here's the full story. A UK judge ruled on Monday that Julian Assange, the founder of WikiLeaks, should not be extradited to the United States. Nearly all arguments from Assange's legal team were rejected, but the judge said she could not extradite him because of concerns over his mental health and risk of suicide in the US. Assange is accused by American authorities of breaking a spying law and conspiring to obtain secret US documents by hacking government computers. His lawyers had argued that the entire prosecution was a politically motivated move by outgoing US President Donald Trump and that extradition would pose a threat to journalism. There are a total of 18 charges levelled against Assange relating to the publication of leaked military and diplomatic documents detailing alleged US military operations in Iraq and Afghanistan. The charges could add up to a maximum sentence of 175 years in prison. At a hearing at London's Old Bailey, the judge said Assange suffered from severe depression at times. Half a razor blade was found in his prison cell in May last year, and he told medical staff about his suicidal thoughts. Jennifer Robinson is Assange's lawyer. This is an important win uh, and a ruling that should be celebrated, 
But let's not forget that she also made some very problematic findings on the free speech aspects of this case. The case is now likely to go to the UK Supreme Court, while Assange's legal team confirmed it will apply for bail. In the meantime, he will remain at London's Belmarsh Prison, where he's been held since April 2019. US prosecutors immediately stated they will appeal Monday's decision. Our final word tonight is a quote from Edith Pargeter. Truth, like the burgeoning of a bulb under the soil, however deeply sown, will make its way to the light. <laughs> and that's The World Tonight, the 5th of January, 2021. I'm Karen Davila. I'm Tony Velasquez from the Philippines. Thank you. Mabuhay.